You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag, it's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? If I was any better, I'd have to be twins, Richard. That's very nice. Thank you, Ryan. Good to have you here. Did you have a Valentine's Day? I didn't. Oh. I mean, a lot of people have Valentine's Day. I was lucky enough. It's kind of a win-win situation for me because I'm not, I'm not one to go above and beyond for romance, as it were. And I happen to marry a young lady. Uh, despite what the Twitterverse thinks, I'm not actually married to you. No, it was poorly worded tweet by me, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm actually married to a, a wonderful young lady yes. um, who is who is named Ryan as well. Um, no lie. No lie. And it's uh, funny, and, and the reason it's funny is because a friend of ours in high school, Dave and I went to high school together, for those yep. of you who are just joining us for the first time, and Ryan used to make fun of our friend Morgan, who was going out with... Morgan and they actually married each other later on. So Morgan and Morgan and David always say, "Hey Morgan, how's Morgan doing?" Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> yes, and I would do that. He was much, much larger than both of us. So Correct. I, I was playing a dangerous game there. Yes. Um, and she was actually larger than both of us as well. Um, True. Not not in the sense that she was. Uh, she was taller than. She us. was tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She was very tall. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I, that kind of backfired on me. So, then a few uh, years later, Ryan and Ryan. To Morgan and Morgan, if they are listening, I'm sure they are, because who isn't listening to this? Uh, uh, my say, bad. Yeah, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got your comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so um, she is not a person who likes flowers. She thinks flowers are dumb and pointless, and nice. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of a win-win. Good. You know? Good. 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 Yeah. How was your Valentine's Day? Uh, I was fine. We went out to this nice uh, Chinese restaurant, and hey, hey. we had this certain kind of um, like a Szechuan sauce, and I like spicy things. And this literally numbed my entire mouth. Oh, that's good. It was one of those things where you took a drink of water and it didn't taste like water anymore. It tasted just like like hot, just lava. hot. Like, but it was like it was like my whole mouth was like encased in like a wax. Like it, like you couldn't even. It just like flew over it. It was very strange. <laughs> I, I've never had that before happen to me, but it was very enjoyable. It was a nice, well, good, nice good. Valentine's <laughs> that, Day. That, that sounds awful, but you know, I'm glad no, you no, no, no. It was very good. What do you say? So this week is going to be a little bit different. Normally we have either a you know a rankings or a um, best of, worst of type stuff, or we look at a specific TV show or movie. I almost saw the Lego Batman this movie or this movie this weekend. Yep. But you know, with the snow, and then I ended up having more stuff to do than I thought, so I, I did not make it. Yeah, we we also uh, got hammered. Yeah. No, this weekend. Sure. So. Um, but my wife has made me promise to take my my two year old daughter to go see it as a daddy daughter thing. So great, that is definitely on the radar. So you can report back to us on that. Yeah. I I might see it as well by then. So that was we were thinking about maybe doing that. But then last week the Avengers Infinity War featurette, kind of out of nowhere. At least I was not prepared for this. Was released 
And so we're going to really dig deep into that for the main portion of uh, of today's episode. But right now, we, we kick things off, as we always do, with This Week in Dork. Thanks again to Marcus from the Boxers Podcast for that little number. Uh, let's start with the box office, Ryan. Just mentioned Lego Batman. That was the number one movie over the weekend. 55.6 million besting 50 shades darker at 46.8 million. And then John Wick 2 got 30 million, getting great reviews, uh, finished third. So a, a pretty big weekend here in February for, for movies. They all did pretty well. Yeah, I'm really excited. About, I mean, the fact that, you know, Lego Batman, you know, I thought, uh, have you seen the Lego movie yet, the actual Lego movie? Yes, so I finally and, and did. I so this week I did, it. yeah. So I, I, I popped it. It was, I think it's on demand right now. TBS might be running it, but I, it was on demand. So I was, I was I was like, you know what? I wanted to see, I was all like excited to see Lego Batman, and then it didn't work out. But I'm like, oh, I can I can watch the Lego movie, which was good. It, it was definitely, it was. I'm glad I saw it. But Batman was the best part of the movie. A hundred percent he was. And then some of the other superheroes that were in there too. Yeah. And I, did you like his song with the no parents and? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that was the, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, that, that, I agree. So I'm excited that he's getting kind of his own shot. And with the, uh, I, this might be getting a little too this week in dork. We might be getting ahead of ourselves here, but with the news that Ben Affleck is not pleased mm. with uh, with how the Batman is shaping up and is all but gone from the project. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a second. We but, will. I, I'm glad that DC is finally doing something with Batman that people enjoy. I know it; they love it. Um, for ten years, and like the last ten years, like we haven't had any good Batman yet. Uh, I know I take that back because in Batman and V Superman, Bat- Ben Affleck was probably the best part of that. Movie. Yeah, he was. He was. He was pretty good. But the movie was such a clunker that it was hard to really get too excited about it. Right. And you know, Dark but Knight Rises was eh. So like the the yeah. best Batman movie was The Dark Knight, and that was like ten years ago. Sure, and I'm excited to see Batman back on top where he belongs. Yes, agreed. So that's that. Um, as far as Fifty Shades Darker, I Ooh. don't know who is seeing this movie. Who is seeing this movie? Maybe like, like Tinder dates. I don't know. Like I work with um, high school age boys. It's an all boys school, right? And I heard them. They they did that thing we used to do, where like if you're in the back of a bus and you think that just because your people are sitting in front of you, they can't hear you. Yeah, oh yeah, classic. Um, and they were like, oh dude, like. Shades Darker comes out like we do movie runs like we got to see it like I don't think that it's not a porno it's not well, yeah they, but you know it, I, I don't get it like I don't get who's excited to see this movie apparently I'm I'm wrong because 46.8 million dollars this weekend yeah it obviously did that. it obviously did pretty well yeah you know, and I look at it like the the star of it I mentioned this last week not the pylon I'm not the most attractive person in the world so it's not all about looks but for that movie where it's supposed to be such like a, a, a sexy steamy thing and maybe I don't know. I, I didn't read the book, so maybe that the role calls exactly for what that actress is. But that she's not. She's nothing special. No. So I don't it know. Happens to be the daughter of Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Yeah. Um, o Long Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> the daughter of Melanie Griffith and O Long Johnson. <laughs> um, the movie is sitting pretty right now at a, at a cushy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nine. Nine. Single digits. <laughs> Oh, uh, it looks like the uh, the guy, the main guy there, his like ex girlfriend pops out of the scene. So who know who knows what'll happen next? Whoa, that sounds like that sounds like a love triangle. That sounds like intrigue. That does. That sounds good. And then John Wick two, we both said we're gonna see it. Maybe not in the theater, but this this bad boy looks pretty good, and oh, the, the reviews awesome. are good. 
as well. Yeah, and it, it's just, again, like how many, how excited are you just to see something that's just not, it, it's exactly what it says it is. It's yep. just like, you know what, we're just going to shoot guns and a lot of headshots and it's going to look really cool and Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne are back on the screen together. Yeah, sold. You know, it's really not. You know what I realized too? Is I watched the original John Wick. Oh, yeah. And the guy who like comes to sew him up after he, after the awesome club scene, yeah, is the key maker from the Matrix trilogy. Yeah, you're right. How about that? So a lot of Matrix people. Uh huh. You know, which is which is actually really cool. That's good. Mate- pure, yeah. pure Matrix reference with the key maker. Like that. Yep. I like the, I like a little Matrix reference. This week, the box office does not look like it's going to be quite as good. You have the Great Wall. That's the uh... well, like not so Great Wall. Am I right? <laughs> oh, you are right. Yes, you are right. You are right. Uh, yeah. Matt Damon, Fist Fight, that's the Charlie Day Ice Cube movie, and A Cure for Wellness, I also wrote down. That one looks kind of strange. It looks like, it looks like I'm not going to say it, I'm going to let you say it. Go ahead. A bit of the... Go ahead. A bit of the macabre. Macabre. <laughs> if you like dream sequences and people getting out of bathtubs, A Cure for yep. Wellness is for you. Something with leeches. Oh, leeches. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. So that's this weekend, not not nearly as good. Uh, more movie news. A lot of news this week. We have, how about this? This is intriguing to me. Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, who does a lot of stuff with Danny McBride. So if you like a lot of the D- Danny McBride uh, vehicles, like your Eastbound and Down, David Gordon Green has had a part in that. Those two are going to write the new Halloween movie. Yeah, and I read that like John Carpenter is like really excited about it. Yeah, he's pumped, and he's gonna like produce, and he says he might even do the music, which would be badass. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just I, I'm floored, but you know, and he was such a, a critic of Rob Zombie. I think he, you know, he called it like a pile of shit or something like that. I believe, yeah, it was panned. He he panned yeah. it. <laughs> he panned it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Pile of shit, or he panned it. Either, either way, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It's all good. He he had nothing positive to say about it. No. That he would be so on board with a Danny Danny McBride, right? Who's uh, hilarious. He's now starting in left field. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. I I love finding out these guys. We mentioned Jordan Peele. He has that movie. What was it Get Out? Where you know these comedic guys that just love horror movies. It's really like like if you and I, and this is I know speaking a little too highly of ourselves, but if we wrote a couple of movies, chances are the first few would be comedies. And then, but then all of a sudden, maybe they're throwing different projects our way, and we're like, you know what? You know what we'd really like to do? Maybe write a horror movie. Yeah, we could do a horror movie. Yeah, we could do a horror movie. You sure, know what I mean? sure. But I don't know if John Carpenter would be like, yeah, you're the, you're the guys we want. I mean, <laughs> but, come on. But yeah, we like the film. We like Michael Myers. He's, he hates babysitters. Like, what? Yeah. What? Uh, but yeah, so that's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? Last week, did you get a chance to watch Legion? I didn't. I missed it. Oh, it's great. It's really good. We got a bunch of tweets about it, and maybe when the season's over, maybe we'll do a standalone on it. So no no spoilers or anything here, but it's on FX. It's an uh, hour long. It might have even been longer, the first one. But uh, Legion, a very under-the-radar character in the X-Men universe, and people have asked the question, hey, does this tie into the X-Men movie universe? My answer, fine. Sure. Who's to okay. say? Who's to say? Who's to say? You and I fit into the X Men universe. They've destroyed that thing so many times. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. What I wouldn't. Get, are we in? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't get bogged down in that. The 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 simple answer is probably no. But if you wanted to twist yourself into thinking that it is fine, it, it, it won't affect how you watch this. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give anything away. Legion for those who do know who read some of the comics back in the day or whatever. There's obviously a very direct tie. 
to the to the X Men, although they don't allude to that at least in the first, or at least I don't think they gave anything away in the in the first episode. But it's intriguing. It's it's Inception level. There's a lot of scenes that look just like Inception. He's a very powerful mutant, but maybe he doesn't know how powerful he is. There are certain things you don't know if it's real, if it's in his head. Uh, it's good, although Aubrey Plaza is in it. You know from Parks and Rec. Yes, I do. I know. I know her very well. I'm a big fan of hers. I don't think that I like her. You don't think you like her? No, I'll tell you. The first couple seasons on Parks and Rec, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is good. I, I like what she's doing. And then I'm like, that's kind of all she does. And then I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her. I find her to be very droll. She is droll, and I don't know if I like droll. You don't like droll. You like kind of like the you, you know, speak plainly woman kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, don't be sarcastic. Like, tell me what you know. Tell me how you feel. Cry. I hate sarcasm. I got in an argument with some guy in the air the other day. Uh, he just really, he really set me off because I hate when people ask, oh, "Do you even watch the games?" Like I hate that because yes, I watch the fucking games. Of course like, I why do. Why wouldn't you watch the games? What do you think? Do you think I just like come out here and wing it? Like I like it. First of all, I, I would anyway, but it's also my job. So yes, I watch the games, and then their point always it always follows up with some like asinine thing after the fact. Like, do you even watch the games? And and this guy, I was like, I told him, I was like, no, I haven't watched any of them this season. And then he has some like bullshit stat about whatever. And then the guy was even like, it's again, I, I really, I like your sarcasm. I get sarcasm. I was like, oh god, I'm like, I can't, not the mood. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a you know Twitter egg. Like, I'll get out there, I'll mix it up. Sure, you know what I mean, yeah, but don't he, be the guy who like sits and like figures out an obscure stat and then just calls in just yeah. to say that one thing you've been sitting on all day. Yeah, you're like, that's great. Like, what? How does that help? How does that move like, the conversation? Great, like, what? Yeah. Did you know that Isaiah Thomas has, yeah. you know, the most points per game when someone with an odd number is guarding him in the fourth quarter? Yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't know like, that. No. And why would you ever need to know that, idiot? He's like, why don't you watch the games? That, that just it's, it sets me off. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I highly... Guy's name. Call, track him down. I'll get, I'll get him. We'll find him. Yeah. There's there's too many trolls to keep track of. It's not worth God it. Goddamn, it's, it's not worth it. Uh, but Legion, absolutely worth watching. I am interested. I think... It might even be airing tonight as we record this, but I'm only I've only seen the one episode and um, good so far so good. Uh, well, that's one of my new shows. A lot of people who are asking me because uh, a lot of people ask me if I watch these shows as well. Do you even watch the shows? <laughs> um, that set me and, off. Yeah, and I'm like, no, like I, you know, I, I try to watch as many things as I can, and then like they're like, damn, like you, they keep telling me I have to watch the show so I can explain it to them because they don't get it. Oh yeah, no, and this will be one of those ones for sure. Yeah, but, well, that's what like I don't get it. You have to explain to me like who these people are. I was like, well, all right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it this week, and I'll get back to you. Well, one of our mottos here on hashtag Dork is you can't watch everything. Can't read everything. Can't watch everything. Can certainly try. You can't play everything. It's it's a whole thing. But Legion is one of the things that I will be watching. Um, all right, you mentioned Batman. Now it sounds like Ben Affleck, as we talk right now, mm-hmm. will still star in, produce. And potentially write, but he will not direct the Batman. Right. And it looks like Matt Reeves might be the guy to direct Batman. He has War for the Planet of the Apes coming out this year. He already did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Let Me In, which is the uh, remake of Let the Right One In, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Cloverfield. He uh, directed Cloverfield. And apparently he directed some and wrote a whole bunch of Felicity. Oh, yeah, he was all over Felicity. There's your, there's your guy. <laughs> you know, you know the guy from Felicity, you know, Carrie Russell, when she had the cute curly hair. So she'll be in. She'll be in the Batman. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm like, is that Kerry Russell? You're like, uh, yeah, he, Don't he worry about it. did a lot of felicity. Rachel Dawes is alive and well. Are you concerned that it's not going to be a Ben Affleck? I mean, it looks like he's got his hands still very much in it, but he's not directing it. I was really looking forward to him directing it. See, here's the thing that I found with you know movies like this before, and I, I read something that Ben Ben Affleck said, and I, I kind of respect it. You know, he, he said something about the fact that like if you want to, this is a character you need to put all of your energy into. Yes, I agree. So you can't have a foot in both camps. Like I can't be in front of the camera and behind the camera and make this good. You know, yeah. so I think I mean that might just be a cop out. Um, that might just be like I don't really feel like directing this. Yeah. Um, but the. Uh, Matt Reeves is a curious name because, like you said, I mean, you, he has chops. I mean, the guy's done he's got some good the stuff Planet there. Of the Apes movies, which yeah, uh, Dawn on the Planet of the Apes was really good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I like Let Me In. I like Cloverfield. And I love I love Let Me In. I like the other. I like the original better, but he did this. Well, yeah. play for that too. So I mean, it, whatever. And he did Cloverfield, which was a great sci-fi movie. So he, yeah, you know that he's an Abrams guy, right? You know, so right. I mean that that's promising. What I about like the sound of that? What about Felicity? Uh, I, I can honestly say that I have never even seen a second of one episode of a Felicity. Well, she's thing. she seems like the girl next door to me. <sighs> yeah, I think that's what bored me. You know. Yeah. Okay. That and that the Felicity was on at a weird time in my life when I was not very TV. really all about the yeah. romantic comedy thing. You no, know? that's fair. Would you say she's droll? No, I would not. Yeah. Okay. I would say she is. She is vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and some people love vanilla ice cream. She, some people do. She yeah. is with nuts on it. She is all missionary right. with the lights off. <laughs> if we're going there. That's all right. I think she's a. I think she's a cute lass. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't mind that. That's, uh, that's all right. That's all a right. nice. That's a nice Tuesday night. If you if you're asking me. <laughs> if you got to put a gun to my head, <laughs> if, I'm, I, if I'm forced into it, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no, you're right. Matt Reeves, it's not like it's some schlep. Like that's actually yeah. that is intriguing. And if and it, as long as Affleck doesn't completely bail, then that would be the worst. That would get a whole new Batman. Like at this again, date. yeah, we can't be dealing with that. Like he's already in Justice League, so how asinine would it be for him to not be in the solo one? Right. Just put it in the same universe and be like, what happened to your face? And be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? They, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, they would have to do is they would have to kill him. And yeah. then they would have to, there's already been reports about, like, if they're going to do Robin or Nightwing, like, potentially Nightwing, and, and then you could do, there's all those Dick Grayson Batman stories, like the Black right. Mirror, like, you could end up doing that. Which was great, by the way. Yeah, I really it was sick. Dick Grayson as Batman. That was a good one. Yeah. How about this, unless you have another thought on Batman, there's another oh. crazy rumor in the DC world. Hit me. Suicide Squad 2. The potential director... First of all, that was news to me. I'm like, Suicide Squad 2? I'm one of the few people defending that movie, but I don't think it needs a sequel. However, they may do a sequel, and the director, rumor, Mel Gibson... Shut up. I swear to God. This, this, this is came breaking on. right now. This is breaking for me right now. It's breaking what? news a little bit. I mean, so by the time people listen to the podcast, it'll be older. But as I was just putting together the final few notes for this, that popped up on the Twitter. Mel Gibson. Now, nothing guaranteed, but like there's like real media outlets reporting this. It's not it's not some Twitter egg. Like there's there's real people saying Mel Gibson, Suicide Squad 2. Like this uh, has legs. Yeah, they're saying like right now – He's getting familiar with like the like the characters or like the whatever you know. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, that's that's just crazy enough to work, isn't it? 
Yeah. I mean, the guy's an absolute lunatic, but he's a good director. Yeah, I just I, luckily I have a laptop in front of me. Hollywood Reporter is reporting this. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's real. This is real. Yeah. Wow. Strap in. I mean, you know what? Let's do it. Let's get crazy with it. Let's do it. You We're can't in. get any worse. my mind, you can't get any worse. Let's just no. give give Mel some source material and just let her rip. How, how about it? Go get him, Mel. Yep. We're behind you in this. Yeah. Not, not a whole lot else. No, no the whole, your whole kind of general viewpoint on life. We're just not kind of behind you on that. No, but no. Go but, ahead. Have, go nuts with it. But specifically, Suicide Squad 2, in. <laughs> uh, some TV news and notes. Silicon Valley Season 4 will return April 23rd. Thank God. That's a great, great comedy. One of the best yep. in the business right now. The Walking Dead returned from its mid-season break this past Sunday. And it's it's still going on. It's, it's still going on. It's still a show. I, people, it's 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 become a very polarizing show now because it gets ripped apart a lot. And then you still have the people defending it, saying it's it's a good show. Man, I'm still watching it, but it's not a great show. And, and I, I I just isn't it ironic? Yeah, maybe it's a whole meta twist that they're turning a show called The Walking Dead into a zombie. <laughs> It really, I mean, it is a zombie right now. Where it's a fucking slow crawl, and it's just oh, decaying right in front of your eyes. It is decaying. I just want to know how it ends. Please. I'm doing the same thing with the comic book. I actually, I enjoy the comic more than the show. Like, the show, I sit down, I'm like, ugh, here, this is going to be a full hour. Mm-hmm. Whereas the comic, I, I still, I'm, I'm a few volumes behind, but I've been pouring through it, and I'm like, oh, this is entertaining. Uh, but this... I just want to know how it ends, and unfortunately, it won't be for a couple of years. And I don't want to like tune out and then have to catch up on so many of them. So I've, I'm in a weird place. I'm in a weird place. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, you're better uh, off. I'm you out. you bailed. Yeah, you're you're better yeah. off. You're fine. I'm out. Uh, yeah. Always Sunny in Philadelphia continues to roll, and it is really. This has been a strong season. It has been, and I think I was saying to this to some. I was saying this to some of the other day. They are getting into like South Park territory. Yeah. Where the show itself is so good that, like... It's so smart. You yeah. it. Like, yeah. I, I had to watch, like, the most recent episode with Mac uh, finally saying he's gay. Whether or not he meant it or not is, you know, spoiler alert. I'll leave that up yeah. to you. Yeah, hilarious. But I had to watch that episode twice. Yeah. <laughs> because it was so... And I, I don't want to, like, sound make it sound way more important than it is because at the end at the end it's these are very dysfunctional people and it's supposed to be funny but the nuances of the show like the one that blew me away was the one where they had charlie and max mother and they had made a tv show out of it holy crap was that funny it was so funny because it was how it was basically a a satire on how sitcoms are made yeah, just add a laugh track and people laugh like you can say the worst shit in the world but if you add a laugh track it's great and then, but if you don't, you're like, oh my god, like this is, I don't, I don't like this at all. But it was so like they're in a sitcom explaining how sitcoms work, how like shitty sitcoms yeah. work. They did and it was it was brilliant. They did it similar when remember the one you know the gang tries to win an award and they made yeah. it about the bar, but it was really about you know the other shows, other comedies that always get recognized and they don't. Like it is, yeah. it's such a it's it's such a great show and it's just getting better. Like a lot of times you see some of these comedies where you're like, all right, yeah, maybe you guys are probably maybe wrap it up. Like maybe, maybe your best stuff's behind you, but no, they keep, they keep having hilarious episodes. How about the one where it was like making a murderer and like the jinx? Yeah. Like that was great. That, like they had some really good stuff. So that was, so that, that continues to be good. Another comedy that's on right now is workaholics. I don't know. Are you a workaholics guy? 
I was. I saw the first three seasons. Yeah. And I thought. I thought this show. Um, it spoke to a very specific time in my life that I'm since past. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Um, and I think this is this is their last season. And I was listening to uh, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and Durs were on like a a radio show, and they were saying, you know, like Adam's the only one. Adam Devine is the only one who's not married. Like Blake and Durs are like married. And yeah. Durs has like kids. He's like, I right. can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like this. We, we're past this. Yeah, and I think I'm like the we're like the same age as those dudes. Yeah, so it's like yeah. How how long can you live in a house with like other dudes and like rip bongs and like party on your roof? You know, it, I think it's it's gotten a little stale for me. Right, I hear and you. The, and you can tell by watching the show that it's kind of stale for them too. I agree. This season uh, has been hit or miss. Uh, one episode, I think it was this season. It was great. They one of the guys was wearing a Patty's Pub shirt from ah. it's always sunny which is great there there was a picture some one of them tweeted out a while ago it was like the guys from workaholics workaholics and the crew from it's always sunny were in a picture all together and somebody tweeted out like crossover episode question mark which would be amazing that would be something that'd be really good uh i'm watching mtv's the challenge ryan the challenge is yes. back and this is one where they they have a bunch of they have like 18 contestants or whatever that have not won it yet so it's like some rookies it's some second third year people some veterans but like nobody who's ever won and they yeah. they tell them they're like tj's like hey like it's it's just you guys this time so like we're gonna have a new winner and they're all like excited about it and then unbeknownst to them they're bringing in like eight ringers like later on including yeah. ct and bananas I, so i, I can't wait they, i saw they pulled fucking ct out of the black rose in Faneuil hall and she's like come on buddy you gotta go back to work <laughs> time to go you got you start working out again yeah like, so uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it they needed like they they also knew that they had to remind the viewer that these people were coming because if you just let that as a surprise for like episode four nobody would watch it like nobody right. would keep up with it because they would tune into episode one and be like i don't know any of these people and they're all terrible and then so at least now I think we're another next week. I think they all show up, so I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. Also, uh, I, yeah, you don't really watch don't that, right? You, I no, I don't. But I actually have an inside track to the challenge. If uh, I'm a bit of an insider. Oh, I know. I know your connection. Yeah, I got a connection there. So nice. No spoilers, but I think he's on this episode or this season. Yeah. Yeah. But his brother is not the the kid I know is not. So no, no, no. Right, right. right I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um. So. What What do you think of the Grammys? Uh, I was I'm a huge music fan, as you know. We yes. haven't really on hashtag Dork. We haven't really touched upon no. my that side of me. Um, we'll get there eventually. Uh, Rich and I threw out an idea. Maybe we'll get some Twitter responses to this. But um, high school CD music all high C, high school CD all stars. Oh my God, my, which would be a just awesome time. My collection was was tremendous. So yours was so is awesome. yours. Yeah, <laughs> mine was like my my palette was a little bit more refined than yours. I would time. say much more. Yes. Yeah. So that that would be a fun little little trip. But I'm a be. huge music fan. Um, I was it was okay. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna say this right now, and we're gonna divide some people. I just find Beyonce to just be insufferable. Like <laughs> any anything she does is you know so strong and powerful and. Blah blah blah. Like, oh, like, can we just get off Beyonce for a little bit? Yeah. Like, even Adele, who wins record, song, and album of the year, basically re- breaks the goddamn Grammy and be like, I'm not taking this because Beyonce should have. Blah. Even Adele, like the greatest yeah. singer on the planet right now, is right. like all over Adele's jock. I mean, uh, Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Can't deal with it. 
Yeah, that's a good point. The best part, though, um, other than Daft Punk performing, I'm a huge Daft Punk fan. Them performing live with The Weeknd was great. I thought Bruno Mars was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Poor James Hetfield's mic conks out, and yeah. he's pissed off. <laughs> but the best part of that night was Megadeth winning their first Grammy and walking to the stage to a Metallica song. Oh, my God, yeah. That was the best part of the night for me. Yeah, that is funny. And if anybody knows the story there, that's you know funny. why that's funny. Yeah, no, that is funny. Yeah. Now, I don't like James Gordon, or is it Gordon, or Gort, whatever, the the, the host. I, didn't, I don't like I don't Gordon. like him. I'm not for him. He's a bit of a ham. Yeah, it's not for him. He's like a British Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it's sings? Like, Who sings? Fall down, laugh at me. Right. You know? Who sings and doesn't have a great stand-up act. Right. Kevin James at least had that one... Uh, joke about swallowing a, a piece of popcorn where he does the thing. It's not yeah. bad. It's not terrible. Um, <laughs> not you know what I was thinking? Not this week because you're not prepared unless you want to wing it. I was thinking of adding to this week in hashtag dork. Um, and I know we've already gone kind of long with this, but it's a, a shorter main episode anyway. The uh, like a Davey video game minute. Oh, sure. Where every week, because you, you dabble into more games. Like, I usually get locked in on one for a few months, whereas you dabble, you, you taste, you play demos, you do everything else. So I don't know if you have anything new going on in the, in the video game world. I got plenty of stuff going on in the video game world, <laughs> so I'll wing, I'll wing I knew it, it for you right I now. I knew it. Um, right, so this week, what came out this week is the, you know, Ubisoft is kind of being, they're pushing titles right now. Um, Steep came out about a month ago, which is like a, a tamer SSX where it's, you know, snowboarding, wingsuit, skiing, you know, kind of open world, you know, French Alps yep. kind of thing, okay. which which was kind of cool. It was playable it and I, cool. you know, I kind yeah. of liked it. It seemed cool. Um, they just dropped uh, For Honor yesterday, uh, which is uh, basically a game where you can pick, you can be a Viking, a knight, or a samurai. Ooh. And you, you like fight each other. And there's like different factions and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, I played the demo. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, again, demos don't really give you the whole story, and the the verdict is still kind of out. If you look at Metacritic and IGN, they were still reviews were still in progress, and while they were playing it, yep, it seemed like a different take on you know these types of these types of games, like these fighting, like, like a Dark Souls, like you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't really get the whole picture, but it's playable. I don't want to say it's great. I wouldn't say you have to run out and get it. Okay. Um, but what I am playing right now, um, and this is, if you're a PlayStation user like us, uh, you have to, and if you're into, um, role-playing games, a game, Neo, which just came out, I mentioned it on the last Yeah, 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 yeah. Week. Um, I'm about 40 hours into this game. Holy Jesus. Um, yeah. It's one of those clear your schedule RPGs. Okay. Uh, a lot of people... Um, liken it to a Souls game, you know, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, uh, and Bloodborne. Like anything that From Software makes, it it's kind of like that kind of thing, right? But not as intense. Okay. So you, a, a casual player, can play this and get some enjoyment out of it. Whereas with like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, yeah, you're, just, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> That'd be pissed. I get frustrated yeah. easy. Yeah. And it's that type of mechanic, but there's a lot of things in it that'll keep you interested. All right, so that might be um, worth picking up then. So yeah, yeah. And, and somewhat so that you are you are absolutely challenged, but when you do accomplish something, you're like on top of the world. Okay. And you don't want to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, then you uh, just keep playing, another, and the next yeah. thing you know, four hours just went by. Right. Yeah. And you're super frustrated, but you're you know you're farming away, and you're getting better, and you're getting better. Uh, the weapons are great. The story is pretty good. Um, I didn't realize that you play a white samurai, as in you know, uh, not 
samurai are Japanese, the Great Wall is Chinese, but you kind of <laughs> got a little of that vibe. Okay. But the guy you play is actually a real guy. Oh. He's the, he was the first Westerner to ha- to be recognized as a sam- samurai. He's a British guy. You think it was uh, Bill from Kill Bill? No, but interestingly enough, one of the first Japanese people, real historical figures you meet in this game is Hattori Hanzo. I was going to say, is it Hato- that's amazing. Yeah, so Hattori Hanzo shows up. Like, and, uh, that's you know, cool. He helps you out. Yeah, that that I like. Yeah. That'll so suck me in. Yeah, so I'm like really into the story, you know. So, uh, but it's a kind of a clear your schedule All RPG. Right. That's good to know. It is great. It, it's it's probably you know game of the year nominee already. Oh snap! Oh yeah, it's good. All right. It's good. Well, and there you so go. There's my the video game minute for the. I like the, that. People. Just for... wait. I, by the way, that's not scripted. No, that's I know. From the dome. That, well, good. I mean, none none of this should be scripted. But really, no. you weren't even prepared for it. You just I were was not prepared for I it. I said video game minute, and you said bang, I got something for you. I got you. And yep. so now you got a couple of recommendations there. All right, the uh, the topic du jour is the Avengers Infinity War featurette. I saw some people calling it a teaser. It's really not a teaser. It's a little long to be a teaser. Yeah, and it's really it's not a lot of footage. Like a teaser is footage of the actual movie. This is more. I mean, there's maybe a little bit in there, but you have, you know, the the producer talking, the directors talking, the writer talking, some of the actors talking. This is what I would call a featurette, about three and a half minutes long or so. It got tweeted out last week, and I was I was blown away. I said, "Hey, look at this." For a movie that comes out in May of 2018, yeah, uh, we're ready to go. Um, we, yeah, it's it's, and they they even said one of the the best things about it. One one the very beginning, you're like, all right, what am I watching? Because people like show like, oh, you gotta check this out. And right on the, the beginning of the screen, you got Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, and Chris Pratt. Yeah, all like, together. Bang! Iron Man, Star Lord, Spider Man, right in yep. your face. They also they start you out with, I believe it's the Collector. Benicio Del Toro, Mm -hmm. he is quoted as saying, as they show you some different stuff, he says, before creation itself, there were six singularities forged into infinity stones. So that sort of sets the whole thing up. We've seen, we have tracked down, what, five out of six infinity stones, I believe, uh, through all these movies, like 18 or 19 movies, through nine years in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, just to sort of show you how powerful these stones are for uh, six forged into infinity stones before creation itself. So that's, that's what you're dealing with right now. The collector uh, who will be in this movie, we'll go over some of the, the dudes and uh, dudettes who are in this movie, but the collector real creep. We've already seen him a couple of times, but this is the guy who's got the skinny. Like here's the guy who knows stuff about these stones. And he, I think could be a, a fascinating character going forward. And I think he's going to be an essential part of this whole thing too. And, I, and as we as we said before, um, there's a rumor that Doctor Strange shows up in Guardians too. Yep. Um, and so I think introducing him kind of made the bridge. Yeah. To the all these characters meeting, and that's how they how the stuff gets done. Um, as far as the collector goes, I mean that's the guy who that's the guy they're going to have to go to to get some answers. Yeah, know, he's like a historian hell. almost. Yeah. And so that that'll um, be cool. What what's going to be interesting too, and I think they even touched upon this in the featurette, is like, how do you get all of these people together in the same room and have equal FaceTime? Like, how, how do you get? How do you take screen time away from Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. to give it to Chris Pratt, but also take it away from Hulk, and you take it away from you know what I mean? So when two people are on screen or a group of people are on screen, people are getting lost. So they've done a nice job in Avengers. 
even though Age of Ultron wasn't an amazing movie, the idea of spreading around the the screen time, the lines, the the action, they did a good job there and in Captain America Civil War. Right? Like that's a lot yeah. of cast members, especially Civil War because you keep adding to it. You know, it was essentially 6 on 6 plus you added in a few other uh you know, villains and a few other kind of supporting characters and they they did a nice job spreading it around. It's like that times two, though, because the big key, that and, and we knew it, it had already been leaked, so they didn't break any news during the featurette, but they're saying this is going to be the Avengers meeting and teaming up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and but what kills me, you know, and maybe you can answer this question. Say this is reality. Yes. You're Hawkeye. Okay. Is this the point where you're just like, look, I got nothing. <laughs> Like you, you guys are fighting this intergalactic, interdimensional war. Like, yeah. Why am I here? Maybe I stay back at base. Yeah. Although like, I'll tell you, he had a nice little move when he was in the uh, the Avengers mansion there, and he had that that arrow. He's got some trick arrows. He was able to keep Vision at bay for a minute. Yeah, I did, for a minute. Yeah. You know, you could use uh, him though. You could put Ant Man on his arrow. That's nice. Yeah, he's a good he's a good pilot. You, I suppose. Yeah. You you do that. Um, I tell you, but if my shtick is like shooting a bow and arrow, like yeah. I'm sitting this one out. You don't I'm think take this shift off? Well, you know what? Here's the thing: is there's going to be obviously a lot of um, battling, you know, out in the galaxy, but there's probably going to be some on the on the Earth stuff. There has to be, right? And maybe going to be taking care. It's like a big game of capture the flag. Like someone's going to be protecting the base. Yeah, maybe he does some of that, yeah. right? Because he's a little out of his element when you compare him to some of the others. Is he the only one who has? Well, I guess Scarlet Black Widow. No, Black Widow doesn't have any special abilities. I mean, she's she's special, right? I mean, we're all oh, special. special. Look at her for God's sake. Well, for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just look at it. <laughs> how about Thanos? Now they make a big deal out of Thanos here, saying how he is the baddest villain that the Avengers have certainly ever seen. I mean, basically, the Avengers movies. It's been, and if you want to cap uh, count Civil War. Which you know, I do. I count that as Avengers 3. All right, so it's Loki, it's Ultron. And then it's, themselves. It's themselves, or Zemo and Crossbones. Yeah. So yeah, Thanos is the toughest, and plus because of these Infinity Stones, because you have to up the ante to the highest degree. Like, why else would the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy have to get together for one guy? Like, how... He must be pretty tapped. So if you haven't read Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and Infinity Crusade, uh, maybe you don't realize, you know what what you're dealing here with with Thanos. I thought they've done a nice job to this point, though, introducing him here and there, not giving away too much. In fact, they could have done maybe even a little bit less to sort of built up the aura around him. Yeah, I mean, th- there is a this big bad kind of um, aura, as you said, about him. Yeah. Um, and this is, you know, the, this is what all of these movies over, like you said, over the course of nine years, yeah. have been kind of going towards. Yeah. You know, so it's for me. I mean, it's this is it. I mean, what do you? But the only issue is I have is like, what do you do after this? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Do you reboot the whole thing? Well, what what we know is you're going to have uh, Avengers: Infinity War in May of 2018, as I said, and then the next, the very next year, they're going to film them back to back. May. 2019 you're gonna have the sequel which when it was first announced it was going to be infinity war part one and part two but they scrapped that so it's just going to be infinity war and then the second thing my guess is it's going to be 
Maybe they won't release it till after the movie, and maybe it'll be like somewhat spoilerly, spoiler, 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 spoilery. Mm-hmm. I'll edit that in post. Um, but you know, something about Thanos or something about you know the death of Captain America or like you know what I mean, something like that is maybe where they'll go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, where where do you go? Because at that point, you've the the entire. Earth, not, not even Earth. The, the galaxy is in jeopardy. <laughs> like, the universe. Like, the entire universe <laughs> yeah. is in jeopardy. And also, here's the question I have for you, is how much, because they use Civil War as the setup for this movie, and the writers, I think Kevin Feige even addressed that in the featurette, like the Avengers breaking up. Like right now, Tony and Steve aren't talking to each other, and right. they're, they're sort of, you know, the Avengers aren't what the Avengers were. How much, though, in the movie do we really need to see them trying to patch that up? Because on the one hand, it's important, but then do you really want to waste a lot of time of just, oh, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, or like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize to him. And you're like, screw that. Like, I don't know how much you can do that. I don't think you do it at all. I think what you do is you, you introduce it as like, whole, like, holy shit, we have to deal with this, and like, I'll deal with you later kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So the, the, the tension is still there, and I, I would assume that there's going to be differing ideas as to how to go about dealing with Thanos. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where that's going to come in. Um, there might be a three-way between, not not that kind of three-way, Ooh. but a three-way oh. conversation between, like, Star-Lord, Iron Man, and Captain America, all of them bringing their kind of expertise to this and be like, look, this is not how you deal with this. Now, Or even yeah. Doctor Strange coming in and trying to bargain. So don't you think that there's gonna yeah he's gonna bargain uh, Doctor Strange or Thor are gonna have to meet the Guardians somehow to get the Guardians to meet the Avengers like that's the conduit wouldn't you wouldn't you think absolutely yeah and then that'll be you know if you read some of the old uh, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff uh, Iron Man there's a lot of Iron Man working with them yep like the characters are gonna be like I wonder can it can it possibly be too snarky like i love snark you know that i do know that but if you have star lord iron man and uh ant-man all together is that is that too much that's like so who's the straight man here right they just keep out snarking each other they just keep snarking up the snark well they, they they would need drax to be there and then him to get upset with how snarky they are yeah that would probably be what it is or rocket you add rocket into that mix too when we got, oh, we, got we got a show rocket yep and then even even throw in Spider Man with his charisma. Yeah. All right. I have a, I have the list of I have a list of characters. Now it's not a complete list. Here's a list of characters from the um from the Wikipedia mm-hmm. that uh, are for sure in this. So you have okay. Iron Man. You okay. have get comfortable. Get, <laughs> strap in Iron Man. He's the leader and benefactor of the Avengers, who is a self self described genius, billionaire, playboy, and philanthropist, and electromechanical suits oh with electromechanical suits of armor of his own making co-director joe russo said that quote tony senses this greater threat approaching so he is doing everything in his power to keep the earth safe now from what we've seen in civil war don't you think he take he takes on a little too much i feel like i think he feels like he is smarter than everybody else which at you know maybe at times he is but he i've liked him less i guess as as these movies have gone on I think there's a lot of guilt yeah. that goes on with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that he's been kind of a Debbie Downer. He has been a Debbie Downer. So we'll see if he can bounce back. Because you go back you know, from Iron Man 1 all the way to Civil War, 
Like, I've done a complete 180 on Iron Man. Like, all right, now he's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin as Thanos. Like, this will be his coming out party. Like, we've seen him already a, a few times, but Thanos will be ridiculous. And we've talked a lot about villains in Marvel Comics. Thanos, they've really built him up to be one of the better ones. For some people, it's almost too much because, you know, he's not even from Earth, and it's just like a whole different thing. But I do like him. I think he's solid. Uh, that's a solid, and it's you know, the fact that DC is going with uh, Dark Side, yeah, which is like their answer to that. Hey, can I do something very quickly that I never get to do? Yeah, anything you want. Okay, so the whole story with Infinity War is that Thanos is trying to impress Death, right? Yeah, so Death so will be in this, I assume. Bat- yeah, Death will be in the, the personification of Death. Yeah, will be in there, which is important. Did you know, Richard, I was a classics major in college, so I studied both Latin and Greek. I did. Did you know that the name Thanos is a play on the Greek word Thanatos, which guess what that means, Richard? I'm going to go ahead and take a stab and say death. It means death. Nice. How about that? I actually got to flex a little classical muscle right there. That is really strong. Like that? I I do like that. So so death is courting death. Do you think Hercules will be in this? God, oh, I hope so. <laughs> I like that. Hercules. Uh, so I could do the, the Sherman Plump. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, so death courting death. So that'll be a big part in this. I'm really intrigued uh, because we've not, like I said, we've not seen a ton of Thanos. So I'm really intrigued by that. Of course, uh, the Hulk will be in this and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. find out where he's been. Uh, you know, him and Thor. What's going on? This is an interesting nugget it has on Thor. Uh, Joe Russo, one of the directors, stated that Thor's storyline in Infinity War will pick up after the events of Thor Ragnarok, which finds him in a, quote, very profound, very interesting place and gives him, quote, a real emotional motivation after that. Uh Uh-oh. You think Loki's going down? Or maybe Odin? Odin's got to die. Yeah. I would assume assume Odin dies because Loki is reportedly in this. Okay. Uh, Loki will be in it. Obviously, uh, Captain America is in this. Hawkeye, who you mentioned, maybe he should sit it out, but either way, he's in it. Yep. Uh, Star-Lord, of course. You have uh, Scarlet Witch. Bucky Barnes? Bucky Barnes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Stephen Strange, obviously, will be in it. Vision, Nick Fury, Maria Hill. Speaking of a couple of people who might want to sit it out. Yeah, Maria Hill. You bring nothing to the table, Maria Hill. Sorry. Yeah, you're, yeah. Nope. How about Wong? Wong's, Wong's coming aboard? That's what it says. According to Wikipedia, uh, Wong. Wonger. Played by Wonger. played by Benedict Wong. Which is, you can't you can't make that up. No, you can't. Uh, then you get into some more of the Guardians, you know, Gamora, Nebula, Groot, Drax, Rocket. They'll all be in it. Mantis. Who uh, Mantis is apparently gonna? Mantis is gonna make uh, her debut in Guardians Two. I love that. So there you go. They're just adding more and more characters. Uh, Black Widow, of course. We mentioned the Collector, and obviously Spider Man, and there'll be so many others. I it didn't say Black Panther on there, but I would assume he'll be in it. Yeah. Why? Why? Why wouldn't he be? Um, he died because he is protecting Wakanda. Oh, that's really good. How's that black? That was a pretty good black. Panther you get, voice, I thought though. that was Black Panther. You didn't drop yeah. that in. That was really nice. That was not a sound bit. That was me. I didn't know you could do Black Panther. I could. No, I didn't either. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Should, yeah, I'm gonna break that out a little later. Um, I might call you on EEI and say I'm 
You should. I, I'm Black Panther. Yeah. Chihuahua or whatever his name is. Richard, what do you think the Bruins have to do now? <laughs> like Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> I like it when the Bruins wear the third jerseys because they are black. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for all the way from Thank Wakanda. You. Yeah, we. Thank you, Prince. What's his name? T'Challa. T'Chulu. T'Challa. No, T'Challa. It's like T apostrophe T'Challa. Yeah. T'Challa from Wakanda. He's up next here on Sports Radio Weei. T'Challa. Do you think that the Bruins are now a contender for the Eton Conference? Yeah. Everything all right? Is Is there a better point guard in the fourth quarter than Isaiah Thomas? Uh, I, I think that would work. I think that'd be. A, that, that would work. I'm going to start doing it. That's our new bit. <laughs> well, we'll work something in. I think. What are they? Okay, we'll work that in. <laughs> I just figured that out. I've never done that before ever. It's but. amazing. It's 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 good as an impression as I've ever heard. <laughs> I think what we'll do is maybe we'll combine some weeks the Davy um, video game minute as, as filling in for David this week is Black Panther. <laughs> then you have to talk the whole time. You really need to be playing the new Injustice game. <laughs> I am not in it, which is bullshit. Yeah, that is a shame, T'Challa. Uh, thanks for waiting in, though. You know why they did not put me in the DC game is because I would kill everybody. No, that's true. That's, that's, <laughs> that's I imagine that to be true. Uh, the adamantium uh, yeah. that, that you have going on. Uh, Black Panther went in there on video games. <laughs> now, this is there's vibranium, <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's my bad. That's my. <laughs> I just, I'm just testing. We have you. really spiraled here. I was we just, have got out of control. I was just testing you there, Black Panther. Well, no, I didn't know if he. Uh, we're. I got my mind. My mind's really turning right now. How we can use Black Panther? Okay, well, weekly, <laughs> weekly in the podcast. We'll do that off air. I do love that, and uh, yeah, but he's not on the Wikipedia things unless I missed them. That'll be interesting. I, I would assume he's going to be in it, but that's a that is a ton of characters. And you remember, uh, like a year ago, there was a report that there was going to be like eighty characters, or like there's some crazy number. And I remember I tried oh. guessing all of them, and it was just like you you run out of people pretty quickly. Mm. Um, any other thoughts here? No, no. I think I've exhausted. <laughs> I think I've exhausted my my. Uh, Do you need a lozenge? Myself enough. No, I'm you, good. I'm good actually. All right. Well, of course you can uh, tweet us at Dork Podcast, and you can email us dorkpodcast at gmail dot com. Some of your ideas, thoughts, questions, comments, or concerns as it relates to Avengers: Infinity War, which comes out in two thousand and eighteen. Um, I got something else for you. Before we get to the pick of the podcast. Um, you and I were both invited to go on the next episode of Mac and Goo, our buddies at the Mac and Goo podcast. Yep. And uh, you you have a commitment. You cannot go. I, I will. Go. I'm going to represent the Dork podcast. Uh, the Boxers are going to be there, and of course, Mac and Goo are going to be there. And it's going to be a 2017 uh, movie preview ish with a twist. A twist. With a twist. It's going to be a draft. They do a lot of drafts. They just did an Always Sunny in Philadelphia draft where they draft episodes. So Goo and I put our heads together, and rather than a, a standard serpentine draft where we just pick like the best movies and we try to see who has the best at the end, we are going to split up in in, a, in in three. So there's going to be the Mac and Goo uh, team, the Boxers team, and the Dork team, and it's going to be an auction-style draft where each group is its own movie theater, and oh, wow. you, you get to bid like 100 fake you know dollars, or they'll probably make it hot dogs, 100 fake hot dogs. On each movie, and then you see how you do. Like, which which movie theater would you spend the most time at that year? 
Wow. It's very in-depth. I So do you have any uh, any recommendations for me? Is there any – who do you want me to spend my money on, et cetera, any sleepers? I do. I, I can tell you what you don't want to spend your money on. You do not want to spend money on D.C. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Justice League. Yeah, you don't want to spend any money on that. I feel like Star Wars might go for all $100. <laughs> <laughs> because especially at the end, we're going to come up with some sort of formula to see who wins based off of – you know, box office and like, you know, Rotten Tomato reviews. But it's interesting because you can buy a bunch of cheap movies or you can, you know, blow your wad on Guardians and, and Spider-Man. It'll be interesting because we just went over the list not too long ago about the best movies of 2000 or, you know, the movies to see this year. And there, there's a ton. So we're starting in March. So these, these movies that took place this month, like uh, Lego Batman won't count. But we're going to start in March, go all the way to the end of the year. And bid on film. So that sounds like strap in. Something, something. Strap strap into that. Strap in. And I'm I apologize to both both of our our, our whole Pottern family yes. that I can't be there. Um, duty calls, as it were. So I, I won't fine. be able to be there this Saturday. Uh, you know, maybe Black Panther will call in. That would that would actually be something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like midway through the podcast. Like representing uh, hashtag Dork is uh, Rich Keefe and. What's that? Yep, Black Panther. Black Panther is here. King T'Challa. How could you only spend twenty dollars on my movie? <laughs> like, God damn it! Your movie I comes need- out next year. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Your movie's not eligible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill your father. <laughs> it wasn't I me. Care. I was brainwashed. <laughs> All right, I, I say we get uh, right to the uh, the final portion of the program. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the That'd be the uh, pick of the podcast is how we uh, typically wrap this up. It's going to be a uh, a movie, a TV show, a video game, a graphic novel, something that we have just recently read. Maybe it's not all that new, or something maybe we're we're going to going to uh, watch coming up. What do you got? Uh, right now, I got. It's actually I have a um, I have an album. Ooh, it'll be my pick of the podcast for for this. I I don't typically do this, but um, I am a huge fan of this this young man. I feel that he is one of the strongest performers in his genre. Nice. Um, and that is uh, Lupe Fiasco has a new album out that I am listening to right now and very much enjoying. So if you enjoy the wor- work of Lupe, um, who is a Chicago MC who is, uh, um, was brought along by a, a certain Mr. Kanye West uh, early in his career. Oh, ah, okay. So uh, he, he was on um, uh, the, the track Touch the Sky. With, uh, right, right, right. With, yep. So if you if you're into that kind of thing, um, please check out Lupe's new album. It's really good. Nice. It's called Drogas or Light. So check that out. Uh, that's not, that's not bad. Um, I'm gonna go with I don't have one. Just like Matt Schaub. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do have one now. This one I actually I haven't read it yet. So it's one of those where I'm not picking it as oh it's a it's a must have. But I'm I'm going to read. The graphic novel The Fade Out by Ed Brubaker. I don't know if you've read Ed Brubaker's done a lot of great stuff. And I recently got it. I think it actually might have been Christmas. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm going to start reading it this week. It's a crime, like, noir, like Ooh. 1930s, 1940s Hollywood. I dig it. I love that. I love that noir stuff. It looks sick. And, like, the, the artwork's awesome. And I was I was reading, like, the the Ford or whatever the whatever it was I was reading and Brubaker's I think uncle was like a screenwriter 
in like the 1930s and 40s. So like I feel like some of this is going to be true, you know, and some of it's going to be obviously, you know, some some fiction in there. But the reviews are all all really good for it and I saw it on some of the lists of, you know, best graphic novels from like the last few years. So I'm excited to start um the fade out. So if anybody else wants to jump on board that, we can compare I, notes. You know what? I'm going to jump on board with that because I love hard-boiled detective stuff. I love the way that you know th- those are written. Oh, good. People get to punch people in the mush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they get a little lippy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that stuff. Good. So the fade out. We're both in on the fade out. Both in on the fade out. All right. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for this episode of hashtag Dork. Not sure what we have lined up next week, but going forward, uh, we got some good things. Uh, in the hopper, we're gonna have Logan. That comes out a couple weeks. Soon. Logan's yeah. coming out real soon. Yeah, um, sneaking up on us. How about this? The Northeast Comic Con. There's yeah. there's something in the works here. Davey and I may both be showing up at the Northeast Comic Con, which I believe is in Hanover, Massachusetts. Beautiful, beautiful Hanover, Massachusetts. Glorious Hanover, Mass. Adam West is there. Mick Foley is there, and many others. Not entirely sure who, but we may go and we may try to uh, get an episode out of that. So should be good. So we want to um, thank everybody for listening. You can uh, – I don't want to jinx it, but this should be up on our own channel. If it's not, something went terribly wrong. No, that's not true. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, in the meantime, uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Davey, if they want to find just you – they can find just me at at capital R, capital V-O-N, capital D on Twitter and Twitch. Nice. R Von D. Do you have any final words for the folks? Uh no, I do I do not. Just like um, Matt Schaub. I'm just like no <laughs> I just shobbed you big time there. <laughs> I was I was taken off guard. Sorry. That's fine. Well, no, you're that's okay. You you know, you were great early on with the video game minute, then you you really wowed us with the Black Panther and then you match you match shopped us at the end. That. That's I all right. <laughs> that was a that was a, I think it was close to an hour. So that was a, that was a solid episode of Hashtag #dork. We will uh talk to you next week.